Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today, we're speaking with Rob Crone. Hey, Rob, how are you? Doing very well. Thank you for having me. Now, Rob has two marketing titles at two related companies. He is the VP of Marketing at Epcon Communities, as well as Epcon Franchising. And we'll talk about all of the things that Epcon is doing in the broader space. I mean, Epcon Communities builds single-family homes and develops communities that are uh, that are popular with 55-plus buyers. Um, Epcon uh, Franchising works with a lot of these home-building groups, and we'll talk about kind of how that works and how Rob has built that, has played a key role in building that out. But before we get into the Epcon story, Rob, tell us a little bit about yourself and your career. Sure. Um, my career really started in the agency world. So I came up in the advertising agency world, uh, working in a number variety of industries. Uh, I then went to work for myself. I had my own marketing company uh, for a number of years. And then I went into the high growth startup world. Uh, technology companies were, were high growth. Ultimately, I now work for a home builder. Uh, so it's a bit of a winding path, but I think what's really helped is that variety of background, various industry backgrounds, is that I can come into home building and kind of apply a lot of different knowledge to this space. So, I mean, I'm an old agency hand as well. And so we share that in common. And Rob, I think you found yourself in the marketing function in a very dynamic industry. Tell me a little bit more about Epcon and your experience. Sure, absolutely. The, the interesting thing with Epcon is we are a B2B as well as a B2C company. So we are a home builder and we develop communities and we build homes and we sell them primarily to a 55 plus audience. But at the same time, we're a B uh, to B play where we're also a franchise company. We go out, we find other builders in the space, custom builders, land developers, people that are trying to grow or diversify their business. And then we're a really great opportunity for them to jump in and in a much quicker way, be up and running in a segment of the home building industry that maybe they haven't been in before. Maybe they're a first time builder or a move up, a custom builder, and they've thought about getting into the 55 plus space, but it seems like a lot of work, a lot of time and energy. And they can come in and learn from what we've done for our 35 plus years of business and get to market much quicker, have a proven product, proven business model. So in a marketer to marketer, tell me a little bit about the audience, uh, the 55 plus audience that you guys are playing with. Yeah, it's changed over the years. Uh, I've done a number of uh, generational projects in my time uh, with other industries as well. So when the company first started, it was primarily a silent generation audience. Uh, modest needs. They wanted a single level home around other people for safety and security. A one car garage was plenty. They just were a little bit more modest in their wants and needs. 
as the baby boomer generation evolved and came about and started entering the 55 plus space, they had a different set of wants and needs. They wanted a bigger home. They wanted a detached home. Uh, they wanted a clubhouse. They wanted amenities and those type of things. And our company evolved to develop products and develop communities that fit that need. Mm -hmm. Right now, we're switching into beginning to switch over to a Gen X buyer. And the difference between silent generation and baby boomers is, is going to be as dramatic as baby boomers into Gen X. So there's going to be a different product, different price point, different messaging that's going to come into play. We've so I'm a, Gen I'm a Gen Xer, Rob. So tell me, a little well. bit, tell me a little bit about us. I, I'd be curious what we want. <laughs> I, I, I think it comes down to it's a more analytical buyer mm. and a little more skeptical buyer. So we might go to market with a tagline, you deserve this for a baby boomer. And for an excerpt, it'll be, you can afford this. Mm -hmm. Much more practical, analytical decision. Is it something I can afford? Is it a smart investment for me? Mm -hmm. The product's going to be similar, but the price point may have to come down. The early wave boomers had a lot of financial advantages that the generations, even the late boomers and early Xers didn't have. Uh, as right. far as coming out of college, maybe not having to go to college. Uh, things in the market that advance for them. So the Gen X is going to have a little less money uh, than what that early wave boomer has been able to afford. So what an interesting time to work in the construction space. I mean, and certainly looking at it from a marketing perspective, I mean, managing extreme demand to a dearth of demand to an extreme oh. demand again, Tell me a little bit about that marketing trend and you know what we've seen, how you've been able to navigate that. Yeah, I started with Epcon in 2013. So it was just that tail end of the Great Recession. Mm -hmm. A number of builders, including our company, were hesitant to kind of move forward because they still had PTSD in many ways of what had transpired the previous five or six years. But it very quickly picked up as you go into 2014 and 2015, things started back very quickly. As you get into just as COVID was about to hit, things were really on fire. Mm -hmm. And then COVID hit and set things back. But in our segment of the market, it only lasted about six weeks. Wow. Six weeks where there was a little bit of dip. And then the foot went back on the accelerator. And since uh, the beginning of the pandemic until just recently, it's really been on fire. I say if you're if you're used to 60 miles an hour and all of a sudden it's going 100, that's really where we've been the last two and a half years. Wow. And so really kind of like trying to get and manage the demand that is flowing in. So how does marketing fit in in that situation when, you know, certainly the demand is there, you're trying to make sure that you're capturing that audience. What kind of tactics are you guys thinking about? Where do you find your customers? I think our tactics are really basic blocking and tackling in the marketing mix. We still do traditional advertising. We still do some newspaper. We do direct mail, um, but we also do a lot of digital. It mm. makes all the sense in the world to be consistent in your efforts, in your digital spend, so that we're reaching our audiences where they are or where they're looking. So a lot of things we do online, a lot of traditionally we do as well, but we spend accordingly. We're not overspending in one area and underspending in another. We're tracking, we're measuring, and we're making sure we're getting the best return on investment for whichever path we take. So, you know, Rob, as a business leader, you know, running the marketing function, 
during the pandemic, we found ourselves not able to go to our office homes and stuck in our homes that might have been built by Epcon. <laughs> How did you guys navigate that process and really manage the team? I think one of the great things is our company has always been innovative and a thought leader when it came to the adoption of new technologies in the home building space. Virtual tours, things that people could do online to be able to physically tour a home, just not in person. Right. And we had made investments in that for a good 10, 12 years prior to the pandemic hitting. When the pandemic hit, we were able to repackage all of our digital assets and distribute them across our entire network. And so in some states, you literally could not walk into a model. You could not come to a community. And that kind of stopped some people in their tracks. But taking those digital assets and redistributing them allowed them to continue to have sales conversations with potential buyers and do it online. And they could continue to sell homes. A number of builders didn't have those assets and they were mm. stuck without anything to do. And you can imagine the workload that happened. All of a sudden, the digital companies were being inundated with requests. They couldn't keep up with demand. So if you didn't already have it, it took a while for you to get it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, kudos to you and to the team that you were, I'd say, a step ahead and making sure that you had those assets that you could actually do things with. And certainly that stepped uh, placed you and Epcon in a good position going forward for the future. And let's talk about that. I mean, we find ourselves again in an interesting marketplace here with extremely accelerating inflationary pressure. I mean, how is that changing the way you're thinking about marketing? I think ours is a matter of let's let's talk about what's actually taking place rather than what we think is taking place. A number of our buyers are watching the headlines, they're watching the news, and they are getting nervous. There's that fear and uncertainty of what's taking place. But if you take a moment and you ask them the question, are you actually in the market full in risky investments at this point? Most of them, they're not. They've moved back in the very conservative uh, interest-bearing accounts many ways. Many of them already have equity in their current home, which they can still, there's still huge demand for homes. They can still sell their home and, and tap into that equity. There's also loan programs that they can apply. So if you really talk them through their financial situation, they're usually in a very good place as opposed to what they're hearing on the news saying everything's bad. So if you can have them weigh where they are versus where they think they are, it kind of settles things down. Yeah, yeah, that's a really great way of phrasing it and making sure that people can see the forest through the trees or what in reality is actually happening. Yeah. Well, Rob, I mean, where do you think we're going to be, let's say, you know, six to 18 months from now? What does the market look like? Uh, from what I've seen, and we we talked to a number of industry experts as well uh, for our company, because we have to advise our company as well as our franchise builders, we're looking out ahead. There's, depending on who you talk to and which segment of the market you're in, there's different forecasts. As a builder that's primarily in the 55 plus space, we see a shallow dip over the next 12 months mm -hmm. and then a, a rebound that will follow after that. Other segments of the market may go down a little bit farther. I'm not an economist, so I, I try not to make those predictions. I'm going more based on what we hear. And I think we feel that to be true. But I guess, you know, the thing that's timeless is that people will be 55 plus and they yes. will need to figure out where they're going to live. 
And that's where Epcon's going to come in to play. We've been speaking with Rob Crone. Rob, if someone wanted to speak to you more about what you and the team are up to at Epcon, where's the best place to find you? If they're interested in learning more about the franchise opportunity, EpconFranchising.com would be the way to go. Uh, if they're interested in learning more about our home building itself, EpconCommunities.com. And they can see the variety of communities that we have all across the country. Excellent. Well, Rob, thanks so much for being on Uncaged today. We've been speaking with Rob Crone. He's the VP of Marketing at Epcon Communities and Epcon Franchising. Epcon Communities builds single-family homes and develops communities that are popular with 55-plus buyers. Epcon Franchising works with you know, with work with franchise builders all over the all over the place, and has built over thirty thousand homes and developed over four hundred communities. And uh, Rob, amazing kind of perspective that you have on the on the I'd say broader home building marketplace. Certainly, I imagine it will have ups and downs over the near future. But as I said, kind of a timeless need for all of us. So thank you so much for talking to us, and we look forward to having you back. Thank you. Cheers.